Good morning, saints of God. We thank God for a new day. We thank Him for everything He's done to bring us this far. This month, we are starting our journey of 21 days with our theme being that, that we may encounter you to see your glory and your power. So shall we pray. Our God and our King, we thank you that you are placed in our hearts, O oh God, a desire to seek your face, to deny ourselves, and to encounter you. So Lord, as we come to study your word today, Father, speak to us, fill us, feed us and lead us, O oh God, that we will know exactly how you desire us, O oh God, to separate ourselves, to meet you, to be empowered by you, Lord, and to fulfill our ministries by, Lord, being strengthened, O oh God, throughout the period in which you give us life and direction. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, our focal theme generally for this period is seeking to encounter God. Now, when we look at what an encounter means, it means to unexpectedly meet someone or unexpectedly meet something or to come across something. So, um, in this period, we're trying to look at practical steps um, but we can take to meet God, to encounter God, to confirm to the world that so that generally, if you are a witness of someone, it's a, a witness of someone who has experienced something, has seen, has heard, has touched, has felt, has a full ex practical experience of something or someone. So, we, so when we witness of the God we say, of Jesus Christ, we will speak as people who know him. Not people who have heard about him or people who speak about him as if it is hearsay, but people who know that I have met Christ, I have touched him, I know him because I have seen him and he walks with me day by day. How do we do these things? So we are looking at an example of Moses. Uh, Moses and then looking at exactly what it is that we can use or in, in our daily lives to fully encounter God and experience God and, and, and fulfill our ministry. So... The world will call us mad. The world thinks that we are not correct. The world thinks that we are a little unusual because we claim to serve a God that nobody can seem to see. But so for them, when we pray, it's like these madmen are standing there talking into the air to someone they claim exists. And they, all they can see is that we are praying or speaking to empty space who so look like we've gone mad. But God, yes... This is our God who hides himself, but, but God knows that, one, if he, exp if he shows himself to us in his full glory, we will die. For Bible says no one can see God's face and live. So how does God show himself to us? How do we begin to start to seek an encounter with God? How do we begin to look around us? Is God really that hidden so that that's only those who are really uh, 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 very special can see him? Bible says this about God revealing himself. Let's look at Romans chapter 1, verse 20. It says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that were made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. So God is telling us here that, yes, truthfully, he's, he's enthroned in heaven. Yes, he's a spiritual God, and he's a spirit who reveals himself to us when he wants us to see. But he says through his creation, he reveals himself to us. So let's look at how that practically means. Now, looking at Exodus chapter chapter 3, verse 1 to 4, we see Moses who is tending the sheep of his father Jethro in the wilderness. 
Um, so you see him going about his daily duties. He's simply doing work that he's been given to do and being faithful in the work. So, and in this thing, he meets God. So the Bible says that now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he left the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. Now, like Moses, we all have work we do. Like Moses, we all have either we do our work or school or are engaged in some activities. Now, first of all, Moses was faithful. Bible says that Moses, Moses was as a servant was, was a faithful servant in all things. So, first thing is faithfulness. Are we being faithful in the things that we've been called to do? As students, are we being faithful? As workers, are we being faithful? As people, as married couples, are we being faithful? As children, are we being faithful? So, the first thing you see is Moses was faithfully doing the work he was given to do by a human being. Now, if you look at the Ten Commandments, Bible says that, Honor your father and mother, that your days shall be long. Now, think about God gives us parents and, and, and people who are elderly than us so that we can learn to reverence God and learn to obey authority. Because eventually, they are just simply grooming us to hear from God and to obey Him. So, first step is the fact that, one, faithfulness to doing what you've been called to do or being asked to do. So, generally, Bible says that God will bless the work of our hands. Now, we learn, so, as human beings who are born, we are born, first thing is that without working, generally, you can, you can receive no blessing in terms of increase from God without working. So, Faithfulness in doing the work that we've been asked to do in whatever stage of our life it is. As children, as adults, as workers, as couples, whoever it is we are, whatever it is we do. Being faithful to the work, of, to the work we are given to do means that we know that although this world is given to us by a human being, God owns the world. And he is the owner who apportions control or leadership to other people who then give us instructions that we follow. So because most of us being faithful with, with his flock, it took him, he had to go long distances to search for food for them. He went an extra mile to do to, to be diligent in his work. Same for us. Do we seek to encounter God? We wake up every day, we see the sun, the, 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 the sunrise, we see the sunset, we, 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 we see and feel the rain, we hear the thunder and lightning. Do we ask ourselves? The first thing is, Bible says that if God has, has revealed himself to us through the visible things, have we paused to ask? Why has God allowed me to see the sunlight today, the sunrise today, to feel this? Why has God allowed there to be a flood? And I've gone through the flood without being drowned or being, being consumed. So first things, one, be faithful and diligent in whatever work you find yourself doing. Because Bible says that whether we eat or we drink, whatever we do, we should do it as unto God. So if you want to encounter God who is perfect and holy, we too must try, must put our very best in being diligent in our work. So first step is that Moses was diligent, he was faithful in the work he was called to do. Second thing is, if you look at verse 2, it says, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire, out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and beheld the bush burned burn with fire, and the bush was not consumed. So in the course of our day, we will see unusual things. For example, um, you are driving to work, and you see maybe the, uh, um, um, you, you are privileged to see possibly um, a bird hatching out of an egg. You are privileged to see something unusual like water springing out of some clean water coming out of some rock. You are privileged to see maybe in a crack of the pavement um, 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 a plant growing, some weed growing. You see, 
have you stopped to ask yourself, ah, how is it possible that in the midst of cement, you can have a plant growing? How is it possible that in the midst of this, this hot environment, I, I see a bird hatching out? You see, Moses saw a burning bush. It was unusual because if there's fire, fire consumes. You know that if for, for, for those who are in farming communities, there are bushfires. When it happens, it burns everything up. But this is a bush that's not burning. So Bible says that through the visible things, God shows himself to us. So what have you seen unusual? What has been unusual to you? You crossed the road. A vehicle came at you. Somehow it stopped just in time. Have you asked yourself, how did this vehicle stop in time? Because the driver was speeding out of control. You happened to be in a place where you saw wild animals. You walked in the midst of maybe some, some scorpions and found later that, oh, you, in the path you passed on, there was, there, was a, there was a snake that bit someone just a few minutes before after you passed. Why was I different? Have you stopped to ask yourself, why is this thing an unusual scenario? In the midst of a pandemic, you are still alive. Why did God spare me? In the midst of people dying out in an accident, you were in a car that had an accident. You were the only survivor. Why did you survive? You, were, you, 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 you ate food that people um, had issues with. People had food poison from the same meal you ate. How can God spare you? You, 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 you were severely ill from some ailment. You survived. Why did God not let you die? That, was, that is the burning bush. The unusual thing is not the fact that you will see thunder, fire, and lightning, or you see an angel screaming at you or pointing you to something glorious. It's the fact that in the course of your day, something that would have taken a life, something that would have caused somebody to die, something that would have caused someone to lose their hope, you still have your hope in Christ. That's the unusual thing. So that is your burning bush. Have you, 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 is it, oh, it is a normal thing for me to be alive. It's normal for me to travel to work and come to back. Or you realize that it is God himself who has set you apart and made you not be consumed by the circumstances. That is your burning bush. So Moses turned aside to look at the bush. And that is how he encountered God. So as you live through the day, today, whatever it is, you woke up from bed, ask God, why am I alive? Step aside and, and ask God. Two, you, 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 you had money to buy food or buy water. Have you asked God why God, in the midst of this hardship, has given you the means to, 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 to satisfy your needs to, to be alive? That is your burning bush. So you see, but God is telling us that through the normal, seemingly normal things of the day, we encounter him because we step aside, we set ourselves aside, we move aside, and then we seek him. And then he, we encounter him more. He moved on. Verse 3 says, and Moses says that, I will now turn aside and see this great thing. Why the bush is not bent? And forces, and when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see God, to see God called unto him out of the midst of the bush. So you see, Bible says in Proverbs 81 that through desire, through desire, a man having separated himself, seeketh intermediate with all wisdom. God is wise. God is wisdom. You want to encounter God. How do you do that? It means that you must separate yourself. When you wake up, so today you're waking up today, you desire to know God. The first thing on mind is, oh, what message is in my, in, in my inbox? Who has sent me a message? What Instagram trend is there? What Twitter trend is there? If your mind is filled with such clutter, how will you hear God? God says, I am a jealous God. Jealous means that he seeks that he wants, he, he wants attention for himself. So if you want, if God doesn't share his attention with any things, if you are distracted, how will you hear God? So you see, we don't wait for the bright lights, the thunder and lightning. Like Moses, in the midst of your normal daily routine, God is saying, look up, look at the skies. Look at what is there, the stars. Ask, who made these ones? Ask, why does this one shine brighter? Why, why am I allowed to see this? Why am I not blind? Look at your health. Look at 
the miracles you see day by day. Look at yourself going to work and coming back. Look at yourself sleeping and waking up. Ask, stop, stop one second and ask, why did God spare me today? That is the start of the encounter with God. Of course, by seeking him like that, he will appear to you either by a voice, either by a vision, either by a dream, either by him giving understanding of who he is. That is the encounter you want. So you see, when you encounter God, he empowers you. For the Bible says, as many as receive him, to them give he power to become the sons of God. The son of God walked in miracles, signs and wonders. The son of God received the Holy Spirit and then by that he did, power, he, he did mighty works. If you are a believer, you receive the Spirit of God on the day you believed. But to have the power to do these things, you must separate yourself. Think, look, look at the fact that Jesus Christ was separated from everybody when he was, he, he was immersed by being baptized in water. At that point, he was alone. He was separated from all distraction. He was surrounded by water. And when he, because he submitted to that, that ordinance of God, God empowered him. What are you doing to separate yourself from the, from the things of the world? So practically, as you work, so generally know that if you are a lazy person, for one, you're asking, you're telling God that, God, I don't want to encounter you. You have to be hard because God, all those he picked, from Elisha to David, whoever he picked was working, was, was someone who was employed in some, some useful work. So to, to, to encounter God, number one is the fact that seek something to do. Work in your daily work, let, work as though you're working for a master, the Lord God Almighty. I see God himself has commissioned you to do work. Are you sweeping for your parents? Sweep as unto God. Are you cleaning for your parents? Do it like unto God. Are you a worker? Are you an accountant? Are you a doctor? Are you a lawyer? Are, whoever you are, are you a mother raising children? Do it like unto God and he will meet you. He, will, he himself will show himself to you. Because Moses simply was leading sheep in the wilderness. And he encounters God in, in, in the mountain of God. Now, if, if you go down again, if you look, 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 if you look at the other reference. In verse 12 of Exodus chapter 3, he says that, He said, and, and he says, and he said, certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto you that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought for the people out of, out of Egypt, you shall serve God upon this mountain. See, God said that I will be with you. God never, think that there's a difference between God being ever present everywhere and God being specifically for you. Bible says the eye of the Lord is on the righteous. So see, the thing is the fact that one, God says I will be with you. So know that the, 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 the other step is I acknowledge the fact that the Lord God is with you. Because see, Bible says, I will be with you even unto the end of the age. That's uh, He made a promise to his, to his disciples. So first of all, diligent work. Second, acknowledge that God is in everything. He is with you. So that you know that if, you, you, that, so that whatever you are doing, you do that as if God is there with you physically present. If you live out like that, you will certainly encounter him. The third thing is this. For the encounter of God and to experience the power of God, what do you have to use? Must you by all means go and buy some oil? Must you by all means go and get some water? Must you by all means go and meet some powerful man of God? Look, the thing is this. Jesus Christ says that which father with the son asking him for something like, like food or, or, or something to edify himself would, would, would give him something bad? Means that God himself is more willing to show himself to you than, than you are willing to see him. So Moses... In, if you look at Exodus chapter 4, verse 17, Bible says, And thou shalt take this rod in thine hand, wherewith thou shalt do signs. You see, as human beings, we are made in God's image and his likeness. And we all have a certain gift or some talent we use. The rod in Moses' hand was what Moses had at that, at that point in time. What is it that you have? Are you a good speaker? Can you sing? You know, are you athletically inclined? 
Do you have extraordinary strength? Do you have endurance for things? See, those things you have, the, the, the traits you have, the, the characteristics you have, do you have extraordinary beauty or are you very handsome? These things were given to you as the rod that you will use to do the things of God. Those are the things that you use. The ordinary things, the ordinary skills and talents are what God will use. Because God is not going to turn you into a bird to fly. He will not turn you into a lion to, to roar. He will use you as a human being with, 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 with your physical traits to, to, to do things. Because as, as a human being, think, 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 if you look at what the Bible says in Philippians 2, it says that, Let this mind be which also was in Christ, who being the form of God, he humbled himself and took upon himself us, this form of a servant. So we want to encounter God. We want to see God like Moses did. We want to walk with him in miracles, signs, and wonders. The thing is the fact that one, we have something in us. We have a gift. We have some talent that we can use to honor God. Now, the, 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 the thing also is the fact that the Bible never said that when Moses did these things, he asked for money. So you see, he worked with his heart for his, 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 his father-in-law. Think about it. This is an ex. This is someone who was a prince of Egypt. He was powerful in, in word. In, because Stephen says in Acts 7 that Moses was powerful. It means that he was, a, he was very powerful in, the, in word, but he humbled himself. So the next thing is that you must be humble before God. If Bible says God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. So first things first, first of all, be humble. Second thing, be diligent and be faithful in whatever you are called to do. The third thing is this. Acknowledge that God is in all things. That whatever you do, know that you are, you are doing to serve God. Don't only begin to think that you are serving God when you are in assembly of sins. Maybe, oh, you see, you, 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 you are in a ministry and then you, you, you are serving the pastor. You are serving, no. God is everywhere. Bible says that we should be charitable people because because people are charitable, they encounter angels. Now, we look at the book of Genesis. Abraham saw three men coming towards his tent. He did not know that it was, it was a lot of angels that were coming. He, he, he simply invited them and said, come, step aside and have a meal. And they prophesied to him and said, you will have a child. Lot saw two men coming to Sodom and Gomorrah. And, he, and knowing that the city was wicked, he, he called them and, and, and was, 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 was hospitable to them. He fed them and then they saved him from the city. So same thing for you. Don't look, don't only think that by seven men of God. No, everybody you serve, is it your child, your husband, your wife, your boss, whoever you serve with all your heart, you are serving the person that comes to God. God, you encounter God there. So the message today is simply this. Whatever work you find to do, be diligent with it. Be faithful, be honest, and serve, and serve like you are serving to God. And two, you have something you have, some skill you have. The skill you have is what God is going to use you, going to start using you for. So whether you, if you speak well, if you work well, if you are faithful, you are honest, let that thing be the rod you have and present it to God and say, Lord, this is what I have. Use me for what I have. Use me for what it is. And by doing that, you encounter God. You, you, you encounter God the same with Moses. So, so, so God will walk with you as he walked with Moses. He will lead you, will show his law and let you know his will and his way. So you will never depart from his presence in his, in, in, in his ways. Amen.